Today's daf is Nidorim daf Pei Aleph, and we are 19 lines from the bottom of daf Pei Omidbeis, Omru Rabbon. Today's daf is being learned, Le'ilui Nishmas, Chayim Melozor, Ben Yabodol Chayim Reb Shem and Le'ilui Nishmas, Reb Shmuel Ben Reb Aaron Alevi. Today's daf is also being learned in honor of Nathan Rabinovich. It's being learned in honor of his special day. May you be zoichat hatzlocha b'cholin yonim gezunt parnosa and naches all b'shefa zokt digemara. So we're discussing the beginning of the eleventh parak, the final parak of Masechtes Nedar, which, as we saw, picked up with the tenth parak left off, and that is the laws of Hafaras Nadarim. specifically the law that states that a husband could only be made for the Nedarim of his wife in the event that the nether that she made was a, quote, nether, if, however, the nether did not involve inu nefesh, then the husband's not able to be made. The Gemara clarified, and the Gemara said that, although from the Mishnah it would seem that it's only in the Dharam, that a husband's able to be made for, that's actually incorrect. Rather, the husband could also be made for in the Dharam, that are dvarim she beinoilu beinah. Why then did the Mishnah say ve'elu nedarim she hu mefer and only say dvarim sheish ben inoy nefesh? So the Gemara said because there's a nafgamina lahalacha between the schus hafaras nedarim that a husband has for nedarim sheish ben inoy nefesh versus the schus hafaras nedarim that the husband has as it relates to dvarim she beinoilu beinah. What is that nafgamina? So we saw it on that ayin tesamid beis. We recapped it in the introduction to Dafei, and it's going to play itself out again a little bit towards the end of the Daf. But for now, what we're discussing is the Machloikis Rabbi Yosi and the Chachamim in the Mishnah. And that is, what is the definition of a Dovar? The Chachamim gave two examples. If a woman would make a nether that involves her not being able to bathe, or she would make a nether that involves her not being able to apply cosmetics to her face. Chachamim say, those are examples of nedarim sheyesh behen inoy nefesh. Rabbi Yossi argues, Rabbi Yossi said, quote, Eneilu nidre inoy nefesh. What then is inoy nefesh? So Rabbi Yossi said, if a woman would make a nether that she's not going to eat fruit, and not just any fruit, but all the fruit in the world, that would be considered a dovash yeshba inu nefesh. But as it relates to rechitza, and as it relates to kishut, that's a machloikis rabbi yosei in the chachamim. According to the chachamim, inu nefesh, according to rabbi yosei, it's not considered inu nefesh. Now, the specific moshal of the neder of rechitza and kishut that the Mishnah gave was simple, yet yeah, not simple at all. Im erchatz, vim loy erchatz, im eskashet, vim loy eskashet. What does that mean? That was very much yesterday's daf. Today's daf is going to pick up on the more technical aspect of the machloikis, meaning not the technicality of the nether, but the technicality of rechitza and kishut, this idea that we have a machloikis tanoim, whether it's considered a dovash yesh by inu nefesh or not, the Gemara is going to begin with a question on the sheet of the Chachamim, who hold specifically Rechitza is a Dovash Yech by Inoy Nefesh, and then the Gemara is going to shift its attention to Rabbi Yossi and ask a question on his shita, who holds that Rechitza is not a Dovash Yech by Inoy Nefesh, and then along the way, the Gemara is going to do what it did a lot in Masechtis Nadarim, and that is digress with a Dvar Agada, and the Gemara is going to bring us, I know we say this a lot, but in this case, it's really true, one of the most famous Agada to Gemara's in Shas. Sok to Gemara, 19 lines from the bottom of Daf Peyom Ed Beis. Amru Rabbanu Rechitza, 
Ispa inu nefesh kiloi rachatza. Is it true that the Rabbanon hold that a woman that makes a nether that she's not going to bathe would be a nether sheyeshpa inu nefesh because not bathing is so painful that it's quote unquote inu nefesh and therefore a husband would be able to be made for such a nether. For I'll ask you a kasha. And this kasha really begins with the first Mishnah in the last parak of Mesechtis Yuma. So, the last parak of Mesechtis Yuma is parak Yema Kippurim. And it begins with a list of things that a person's not allowed to do on Yom Kippur. It's one line. Yema Kippurim on Yom Kippur, asabachila, you're not allowed to eat, ubeshti, you're not allowed to drink. Uberechitza, you're not allowed to bathe. Ubesicha, you can't smear oil on you. Ubenilas asandal, you can't wear shoes. Ubetashmish amita, and there's also an ister tashmish amita. So says the brisa, picking up on this halacha. Even though there's a whole list of things that a person's not allowed to do on Yom Kippur, however, ain't anush karis elba oichel. However, the only time there's an Einish Karas, if somebody violates Yom Kippur, is if he either eats on Yom Kippur, drinks on Yom Kippur, or if he does Malacha on Yom Kippur. In other words, if you look in the Torah, the Torah says that if somebody violates Yom Kippur, he's going to be Chayiv Karas. I would have thought that all the things that you're not allowed to do on Yom Kippur are included in that Einish of the Torah. That if somebody would violate any one of those isurim, he would be chayiv karas. And that's what this Bryce is coming to address, that that's not the case. That even though there's a whole list of isurim, but as it relates to the Einish karas, that's limited to someone that eats, drinks, or does one of the Lama Tesmalachas on Yom Kippur. What's the Gemara's kasha? Now if you're going to tell me that if someone doesn't bathe, it's considered... Inui, so Rechitza is a Dover Shingesh by Inui Nefesh, then Biyoimaki Purim, Kirochatz Lachayev Karis, then if somebody bathes on Yom Kippur, he should be Chayev Karis. Why? Because if you look at the Pasik that describes the Oimish Karis on Yom Kippur, it says, Kichol Hanefesh, Ashaloi Seune, Peetzemayoimaze, Venichrasa Mamel, a person that on Yom Kippur is going to be a Loi Seune, he's not going to pain himself, he's going to do something. Thing that's the antithesis of painting himself. He's going to eat, he's going to drink, then he's going to be chayv karas. Now, for is a davashiyesh by inoy nefesh, then somebody that bathes, lachayra was over the iser of loisauna. And if that's the case, he should be chayv karas. So, Freik the Gemara, why then does the Brysa say that the only time there's a chayv karas for someone that violates him kippers, if he eats, drinks, or he does malacha, why is rechitza not included? If rechitza is considered inoy nefesh in hilchas nadarim, why is it not considered inuy nefesh in Hilchas Yom Kippurim? So the Gemara says, "Amar Rava," and we need some help from the Bach. Hacha meinyana dekra, the hacha meinyana dekra. If you look carefully at the two psukim that describe inuy, the pasuk in Nedarim that says that a husband could be mefer the nether of his wife if it's a nether sheyesh by inuy nefesh. And then the Pasuk in Parshas Achrimois that discusses the obligation of Inuy Anyam Kippur, the grammar of the two words are not the same. Gabi Kippurim, by Yom Kippur, the Chsiv, the Pasuk says, and that means it has to be an inuy that is recognizable, so that on Yom Kippur a person has to be in a state of inuy, and it has to be an inuy that's recognizable on Yom Kippur. If somebody doesn't bathe, even though at some point he's going to be in a state of inuy, but right now not bathing is not recognizable. And as a result, it doesn't 
fall in to the Torah's definition of Tanos Nafshei Seichem. Rechitza is on the outside looking in, and therefore there's no chorus for Rechitza. Hash Gabi Nedarim, however, as it relates to Nedarim, the Chsif Kol Neder Vechol Shvuas Isar Le Anois Nafesh with a Lamid. What does that mean? It has to be a milsa da'asyoleli de'inoi. Something that's going to lead to inoi. It's not te'anu achshav, but it's le'anoi. It's going to lead to it. V'chilei rachza asyoleli de'inoi. Someone that doesn't bathe, that's going to lead to inoi. As a result, although it's true in the darim, Rechitz is considered a dovah sheyesh inoi nefesh, but in Yom Kippur, it's not considered a dovah sheyesh inoi nefesh. Why? The Gemara is kasha. It's not so clear. But the Gemara says it's really based on a diktuk in the Pasuk. Te'anu asnafshay seichem versus le'anu asnafshay. Te'anu means right now there's a recognizable inoy that you don't have kilay rachza. Le'anu asnafshay is you're doing or not doing something that's going to lead to inoy. Kilay rachza is definitely leading to inoy and therefore it's included in the definition of inoy as it relates to Nadarim. It's however not included in the definition of inoy as it relates to the laws of Yom Kippur. Now, if you walk away from our Gemara, it sounds a little bit like the Gemara just said, that even though it says in the Torah that a person has to be in a state of Inu on Yom Kippur, but it does not include bathing. Meaning, the Mishnah says, However, let's just talk about Rechitza for a second. Although it's Aser, but it's not really included in the Torah's taich of what it means, Inui, because the Torah says Ta'anu, and Ta'anu, like the Gemara said, Nusu di Yoda Inu Yahashto, and Rechit says, Lo Yoda Inu Yahashto. In other words, it would almost sound like there's not even an Isidoy Raisa for a person to bathe on Yom Kippur. And is that true? Again, why does it almost sound like that? Because if we're being memayit, rechitza, from the words, that that would seem to be a miut, not only in the chorus of someone that violates Yom Kippur, but on the ikur iser of someone violating Yom Kippur as well. It doesn't say in the Torah, you're not bathe on Yom Kippur. It says, So if doesn't mean bathing because of the svar of the Gemara, so if that's the case, maybe Rechitza should be mutter. The truth is, it's a big machloikis rishayinim with regards to all the inuyim, with the exception of Achila and Shtiya. Are they awesome that they rise on Yom Kippur or are they not awesome that they rise on Yom Kippur? The rishayinim are all in the beginning of the 8th parak Masach Des Yuma, and Kedarki Vakoidish, the Chafetz Chaim in Mishnah Brura, he summarizes it, and this is in the beginning of Simon Tafre Shud Aleph, where the Shulchan Aruch brings all the things that you're not allowed to do on Yom Kippur, says the Mishnah Brura, that as it relates to Chiv Karis, it's only Achila and Shtia. Avul Inach, all the other Inuyim, Eimbahem Ele Isur Greida. All it is is Asa, but there's no Karis. Mikol Makayim, Yeshoyim, some say, Shuhumina Taira. That the Isra, Al Kopanim, that you do have is an Isadai Raisa, the Alfina, Lubashas Mikroi, because if you go through the Gemara, in the beginning of the 8th Parakinu, but the Gemara brings Psukim for all these Isurim. Others say that it's not an isadayray. So all it is is an isadayray. And all the psukim that you're going to find are really only asmachta ba'alma. The nafkamina. What's the nafkamina? Linyan is a suffix. If you have a suffix, lamaisa paskins the mishnah brura roy lahachmer. So halacha lamaisa, we treat all the inuyim on Yom Kippur as if they're isure dayraisa. However, it's. Could I to know that it's a machloikis rishonim and it's really only misafik that we're treating them as a certain dairaisa, which means misafik sometimes you could be mitstarif maybe lahakal when it comes to the other inuyim because there is a yesh oimrim that holds that really they're only 
Isurei de Rabon. Either way, so the Gemara began with a question on the Chachamim Shita, who hold that not bathing would be considered inu nefesh. Now the Gemara is going to shift its attention to discuss the Shita of Rabbi Yossi, and really from here until the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to be, dis- be discussing Shita's Rabbi Yossi. So again, Rabbi Yossi holds that a woman that makes a nether, that she's not going to bathe in Erechatz and Loy Erechatz, or in Eskashet and Loy Eskashet, is not considered Inu Nefesh. Wait, the Gemara of Rabbi Yossi, had Rabbi Yossi, a steer in Rabbi Yossi, from a Teisefta at the very end of Mesech Tesbov In fact, this is the very last Teisefta in Mesech Tesbov There was a city, and there was a Mayan, a, a river, a stream of water that this city had. Now, it used to pass through the city, and it would enter another city. Now, in the good old days, to have some irrigation canal, some form of transporting water to your fields was very, very critical. So this city has this luxury that they have a Mayan, and just so happens the Mayan passes through their city, and it actually is mashka other cities as well. So the... Tesefta says as follows, Let's say there's not enough water for the people in this city to be able to live off and the people in any city that this water is flowing into to be able to live off of as well. So the Allah is Chayein Koytman. There's a din of Chayecha Koytman. And therefore what they're allowed to do is, is they're allowed to put like a blockade or something, prevent the water from spreading out like this. They'll be able to keep all the water for themselves. Aye, it's coming on the cheshman of other people's lives, I hear. But Chayein v'chayeyacherem, Chayein Koytman. That's the halacha. Behemtam u'behemes chadeh. Let's say there's enough for there to be able to live. There's enough for the people in the other city to live. However, they want their behemoths to be able to also have water and there's not enough for their behemoths and the behemoths of the neighboring city. So just like there's a chayecha koidman as it relates to your life, there's also a chayecha koidman as it relates to your behemoths. My behemoths come before your behemoths. So therefore, they'd be allowed to do something to prevent their neighbors, behemoths, from getting the water. Let's say there's enough for everybody to drink. There's enough for all the behemoths to be able to drink. However, they also used to use this water to do the laundry. But there's enough for them to do laundry. However, there wouldn't be enough for the neighboring city to also be able to do the laundry. Then, their kfisa, again, has a kedimo based on the halacha chayecha Let's say it's a question of me having enough water to do the laundry, but you having enough water to live. In other words, the city that the Mayan is inside, they have enough water to live, they have enough water for their behemoths. However, they, and they have enough water, in theory, for them to be able to do the laundry as well. But if they're going to let the water go out, then they're not going to have enough water for them to be able to do the laundry. Now, if they don't let the water go out, the people in the neighboring cities are going to die. So really, the question is, should I be able to do laundry, or should you be able to live? Says the Taisefta. Not a lot of suspense. That's posh, that the lives of the neighboring city is more hush than you being able to have a freshly starcher. Rabbi Yossi says, no. You doing the laundry has kedima over your neighbor's lives. What's the Gemara's kasha? 
This is Rabbi Yossi of our Mishnah, right? It's the same Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Yossi is telling you that Kvisa, not doing the laundry, is so critical, it's so important, that if you couldn't do laundry, you have the Halach of Chayecha Koidman, even if your friend is going to die. So Guf Kuloi like Kolshkin, and certainly as it relates to bathing your body, it should be that way, right? What's the Kavl Chaymer? The Kavl Chaymer is Madach washing your clothing, certainly washing your Guf, and here Rabbi Yossi has two literally opposite, diametrically opposed extreme positions. He holds bathing or, or washing clothing is so important that and yet when it comes to Nedarm Sheesh by Inuin Nefesh, Rabbi Yaisi says, no, I hold fruit, that's Inuin Nefesh. But not taking a shower, that's not Inuin Nefesh. So how could that be? The Gemara says, Amri in. Yeah, it sounds like a kasha, but it's really not a kasha. Kvisa alim of the Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi held that it's more important than you wash your clothing than it is you wash your guf. And what's the basis to this? The Amra Shmuel, because Shmuel, the doctor, said, Hai arbuvisa de reishno. If somebody doesn't wash his hair, maskle de avir, it can cause him to harm his eyesight. If somebody doesn't wash his clothing, it can cause the person to become a bismillah. If a person doesn't wash his body, it can bring him this week's parsha, and it could bring him sores as well. But the bottom line is that you have this idea that a person that doesn't wash himself. It can lead to things. But if you look carefully, what did Shmuel say? A person doesn't wash his hair, it's masculine de avira. It can affect his eyesight. You don't wash your clothing, shamumisa. A person doesn't wash his gulf, it can lead to boils. If a person has a problem with avira, there's a medication for it. If a person has a problem with shikhni vikivi, so you can go to a doctor. If a person has a problem with shamumisa, that's a little trickier. And it's for that reason, it's actually more kasha. And that's why Rabbi Yossi, although he holds not bathing, is not considered inu nefesh, but to not wash your clothing, which can bring a person, that's actually a little bit more intense. And so that reason he holds, that would be considered a dover, so before we go weiter and we get into the Agadita portion of today's daf, just to speak out one obvious sushtel, Sundaran says that this brisa that, discuss, that discusses Chayecha koidim, right? Mayin shol bnei yir chayeim v'chayacherim chayeim koidim l'chayacherim behemtem u'behemas acherim behemtem koidemas l'behemas acherim kvisasun u'kvisas acherim kvisasun koidemas l'kvisas acherim etc. etc. The makar really to this halacha is a Talmud Bavli. This is a Tesefta, but it's also a Gemara. It's a Gemara Bav Metzia also. Daf Samech Beis Amid Aleph, one of the most famous Gemaras in Shas. The Gemara over there tells a story. It's a Two people were traveling together on a road. One of them has a kita in shomayim. He has a jug of water. So here's the setup. If they're both going to share the water, they're both going to end up dying. If one of them is going to drink, he's going to be able to live to tell the tale. So what should you do? So two people are traveling together. They have one kita in shomayim. One person has it. If he decides to be a good guy, he's going to share it together with his compadre. They're both going to die because each one's going to end up drinking a little bit and they're both not going to have enough. If, however, one of them drinks it, the person that has it says, I'm going to keep it. So true, his friend is going to die, but he's going to die anyway. Like this, he'll be able to live. So what should you do? So Doresh ben Petura. Ben Petura said, Mutav They should both drink the Yomusu and both die. How could a Yid do something that's going to cause his friend to die. Ayin Cheshven, he's going to die anyways, and like this, one of them will live. That's true. Aber 
Nobody should ever have to be subjected to something like this. And Ben Petura said, You want to know halacha lamaisa? That's what you should do. Achibar Rabbi Akiva, Valimitur, Bekiva came and he taught, That's not the way it works. There's something called Chayacha Koyim. Zokter Ratan, right here in our Gemara, this Tayseft and Soif Baba Metziah is Matim Wachitas Rabbi Akiva. That holds as an Indian of Chayacha Koyim and Chayachavera. It's just Kedai to mention that how does this idea of Chayacha Koyim and Chayachavera? reconcile with the idea that there's three Averis Chamurois that are Yeharugval Yavar. So if somebody puts a gun to your head and says, either kill Ploini or I'm going to kill you. We know the halacha is Yeharig Val Yavar. You have to allow yourself to get killed, but you can't kill Chaveroi. My chazis the Dhamma didach Samikte, Dilma Dhamma who says your life is more important than your friend's life? And as a result, you don't pull the trigger. You have to allow yourself to get killed. And this, by the way, is in contrast to almost every single mitzvah in the Torah. There's three mitzvahs that are Yaharik of Yavar. Everything else is Yavar of Yaharik. But the bottom line is, is a svar of my chazis, which leads to a very important halacha. So how do you stem that halacha with chayach koyim and chayach If chayach koyim and chayach I should be able to pull the trigger. So the teretz, of course, is Pashin and Kiyodur, Reb Chaim Brisker, in the first Reb Chaim and Sefer. The very, very first Reb Chaim and Sefer, Reb Chaim discusses the sugim of Metziah, Daf Samach Bezim and Aleph, which is really, indirectly, a discussion of today's Daf. This Gemara right here in the bottom of Daf Peyam and Bey said that there's an afgamina between the two cases, in that if a person kills somebody, we're dealing with the Isser of Shvich Hasdame. If a person doesn't save somebody, we're dealing with the Isser of Loisamay Dadam Reyecha. It's not the same thing. Killing somebody, pulling the trigger, that's Shvich Hasdame. Not saving somebody. I have a jug of water, I'm not going to give it to you. I have a mind that's going through my city, and I'm going to prevent it from coming to you. That's not Shvich Hasdame. I didn't kill you. That's not fulfilling the mitzvah of Leisamid Adam Reyecha. Shvichas Domim is one of the Gimel Averis Chamuras. Leisamid Adam Reyecha is not one of the Gimel Averis Chamuras. So as it relates to Shvichas Domim, Yehari Guval Yavar. There's no Chayecha Koyim and Lechayi Chaveri. However, as it relates to Leisamid Adam Reyecha, that's Rabbi Akiva Zalacha, V'cheyo Chicho Imach, Chayecha Koyim and Lechayi Chaveri. Either way, we just mentioned Arbu Visa, so we're going to digress a little bit. So, Gemara, Sholchum Itam. They sent a telegram from Eretz Yisrael to Bava. With a few things. Number one, bullet points. He's Arbuvisa. Be very careful from Arbuvisa. Which one? We just mentioned there's three Arbuvisas. There's Arbuvisa the Resha, there's Arbuvisa the Mani, there's Arbuvisa the Gufa. They didn't say, and the Ran says for that reason, they probably meant all Arbuvisas. The Ran's Lashon is Kaloimar. Well, what's bothering Rashi? I mean, what's bothering the Ran? What's the Kaloimar? The Kaloimar is which Arbuvisa? We just mentioned three. Obviously, it's all of them. So he's Zaru, Betach Boises, Uberachitza. But the bottom line is, is that be careful for all the Arbovisas. You should shower regularly. You should wash your clothing regularly. That was the first thing they sent from Eretz Yisrael to Babel. The second thing was, he's Zaru Bechabura. What does that mean? Zok, Deran, Hizar Bechabura. You should learn Torah Bechabura. The reason is because when you learn Torah Bechabura, the Talmidim are Mechadid Zezeh. Even the Rav gains so much from the Talmidim. So everybody benefits when you're learning Bechabura. So the second thing that they sent was Hizar Bechabura. Number three, Hizar Bechabura. You should be very careful with the Bnei Aniyim. What does it mean? Be careful from the Bnei Aniyim. Again, the Ran, teach them Torah. Shemehem, say Torah. Because Torah is going to come from the Bnei Aniyim. Shemehem, the Pasuk says, Yizal Mayim Midolyoi, 
What does Mayim mean? Taira? What a dolyoy, people that are poor in. And you see from there that from the poor people, from the fourth thing they sent them was why is it that you don't find that Tamide Chachamim had children that are Tamide Chachamim? Listen to the Ram. Their children are not Tamide Chachamim. So, what's the reason for it? So, the Gemara gives a bunch of reasons. Rabbi Yosef said, it's so that people shouldn't say that Torah is a Yerusha. Because if Tamid Chachamim's children would be Tamid Chachamim, people would think that Torah goes over be Yerusha. A person dies, he leaves over money, his money goes over be Yerusha. So the Volt Gevena Havamina, that if a person has Torah, his Torah also goes over be Yerusha. So that people shouldn't say that Torah goes over be Yerusha. That's why Tamid Chachamim. Their sons The reason is, is because if they would be Tamid Chachamim and their children would be Tamid Chachamim, so it would already lead Lidei Gaiva. You have a Talmud Chacham who's a Ben Talmud Chacham, so it already can lead Lidei Gaiva. It's not that it shouldn't lead to Gaiva, it's because of Gaiva. It's because the fathers are sometimes Bali Gaiva and therefore their children are not Zaycha to be Tamid Chachamim. Rav Ashmi Rav Ashi said, It's because Tamid Chachamim referred to the Hamoinam as Chamoirim, donkeys. Ravina, Ravina says, She'ein mevarchim batayrat chilo. The reason Tamid Chachamim are not zoiche very often to have children Tamid Chachamim, it's because She'ein mevarchim batayrat chilo, which literally means they don't make berchas atayrat. So, where do you find that a person doesn't make berchas atayrat? such a big deal. Here's the famous Gemara. Don't Ravina, Marav, you descend the name of Rav. I think so what's trying to pass That says, Miho ish hachacham. I'm going to read the whole pasuk. So there's a pasuk that seems to say that there was a confusion and people did not know of the earth. What caused the base Amikdash to be Kharif? The next pasuk is What do you mean? You don't know? It's because the Yiddin didn't keep the Torah. that I gave them. They didn't listen to my voice. They didn't go in the path. They didn't go in the ways of the Torah. So said that what's in this pasuk? The this question Allah of the Aris was asked to the Nevi'im to the Chachamim even the Malachi Asharis and nobody knew so the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed and nobody knew why the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed until the Eidish himself had to tell us why he destroyed the Beis HaMikdash the Pasuk says now Hashem said three things that's one that's three aren't they the same thing this is the punchline or the Nusach in the Gemara is a more famous Nusach but the bottom line is it's because they didn't make Berch Zatayra and that was the reason that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed so why was of the Haaretz it was because the Yidin did not make Berch Zatayra before they learned they learned but they didn't make Berch Zatayra why are we talking now about Alma of the Haaretz because says the Gemara you want to know why it is Said Ravina that Alpiroiv Tamide Chachamim are not Zoicha that their children are also Tamide Chachamim. It's because they're guilty of the sin of the Doira Churban, which was Loi Baruch Batayrat Chil. So they learn about the Loi Baruch Batayrat Chil, and because the Loi Baruch Batayrat Chil, it's for that reason they don't have this Chos. Now there's so much to 
unpack in this little Gemara that we just so many kashas that just jump off the page. And the Ezra Hashem in the next few days, the topic of the raid is going to be this Gemara. The Gemara of She'in Mevarchim B'Tayrat Chilo, or the more famous Nusachim Bava Metziah, but just two very, very tiny Ha'aris before we go weiter. And that is number one. Sholchum Itam. They sent Hizaru Ba'arbu Visa, Hizaru B'Chabura, Hizaru B'Bnei Aniyim, Shemehem Teitzei Teirah. The first thing they sent was Hizaru Ba'arbu Visa. Be careful from Arbu Visa. The second thing was Hizaru B'Chabura. You should be careful to learn B'Chabura. The Chsam Soifran, the Gemara, says a beautiful Pshat in light of a Gemara that we learned together and we spoke at some raid on not that long ago. A Gemara, the very end of Perakamadr, in Ksubis, the Gemara Vadir discusses the Balei Rasan. So these were people that were Mukashin plus. So people that everybody would stay away from. And the reason is because they had diseases that were contagious. That the Gemara talks about different Amayuroim, how they would keep a distance. Rabzeira wouldn't go near them if it was windy. Rabbi Lazar wouldn't go in the same tent as them. Rabbi Avdi and Rabbi Asi wouldn't eat an egg that came from the Mavu of Erevin fame where there was a Balei Rasen. So the great Amiram would keep this incredible distance from the Balei Rasen. But the Gemara says it was one Amira who had a Midah Rabbi Shua ben Levi Rabbi Shua ben Levi would go close to the Balei Rasen. He would be Makar of them. And we would learn Torah. Omar, he used to say, Ayelas Ahovim can give a person who doesn't have chen chen. If someone already has chen, certainly Torah is going to prevent him from losing that chen. And the Gemara says, because of this midah that Rabbi Shua ben Levi had, he had tremendous, tremendous chosen. The Gemara mentions one very impressive one, and that is that he merited to be able to defeat the Malach Hamavis, and he's one of the few people in history that entered the world to come alive. But either way, that that's what they were saying. They said, You should be careful from Arbu Visa. Now, if you're going to be careful from Arbu Visa, so you would think that, how am I going to learn Tayyar Bechabura? How am I going to learn Tayyar with people? If I'm going to sit next to people, this one's coughing, this one's sneezing, this one has this strain, he has that strain, no one's going to be able to sit next to each other. So what's going to be? And you find the one my rum that felt that way. So said, But at the same same time, it shouldn't come at the expense of Chabura. Because like the Gemara says in Ksubis, the Gevaldige Madrega of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that a person's not going to go down from learning Torah. And that was the smichos, that's the connection between these two things. That's the first short Ara. The second short Ara, I was thinking that everyone knows the Gemara. The Gemara, Sochim, Daf, Nem, Tes, on the days. Tanya, Om Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva said, When I was an Amoret, Amarti, I said, Halavai, I get my hands on a Talmud Chacham. And if I do, I'm going to bite him Kechamar. The Talmudim told him, Like a Chamar? Say better. Say like a Caleb. He says, No, not like a Caleb. I have a Cheshmin, I ain't Sham, and I'm going to do it like a Chamar. I was thinking, Why Rabbi Akiva say that? What did he mean? The Gemara just said that one of the reasons Tamidah Chachamim are not Zoycha to have children that are Tamidah Chachamim is because they refer to people as Chamoyrim. Now, who are these people? Not Tamidah Chachamim. It's because they refer to the Ameya Oretz as Chamoyrim. So Rabbi Akiva 
who was an Amoritz, Kishayisi Amoritz, the Tamidi Chacham used to refer to the Amoritz as a Chamar, so he used to say, Ich bin a Chamar, mi yitin li Amoritz, van Ashchen Either way, Zakti Gemara Vaita. Ah, Isi Bar Yehuda loy asal mesifta. The Rabbi Yosef Klasa Yami. Isi Bar Yehuda was a Talmud of Rabbi Yosef. He was learning in his yeshiva. Three days he doesn't show up to yeshiva. So he wanted to know where is he? Ashkeche Vardimas Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, we know, had five sons. One of his sons' name was Vardimas. I and Shabbos daf kufiut ches on the days. So Vardimas meets Isi Bar Yehuda. Amalei, he told him, "I time loy asim ada beimidrasha." You've been missing for the last three days. Everything okay? Amale. So he says, yeah, everything's fine. So why are you not coming to Yeshiva? He told him, Ki time lo yodana. He says, I hear Shia from your father. He says, Torah. He says, Grace Chidushin. And I don't understand his Chidushin. I don't know the Svaris. I don't have a Kairos. So, hey, How am I supposed to come? Amale. Give me an example. Maybe I can help you. Amale. He says, you want an example of something your father said that I don't understand? I'll give it to you. How did Tanya, this last Rabbi Yossi that we had, which was a pretty big Kiddush. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi said, Kvisosan Koidben L'chai that if there's a city that has a Mayan and there's enough for them to be able to wash their clothing or for the neighbors to live, your washing your clothing is more important than Chayach Eren. So Isibar Yehuda said, I heard this and I was done. I checked out. This was it. I, I couldn't deal with this anymore. I can't be soy such a chiddish. How could Rabbi Yisrael, good, you'll tell me Kvisa brings to Arbo Visa. These guys are dying. I mean, this is Ben Ben Petura and Rabbi Akiva on a whole nother level. And he said, this is something that I possibly couldn't deal with. Krami Nolan. There's no svara, that's for sure, says Duran. Krami Nolan. He said, but man, you have a Pasek? I'm the Rebbe. I'm like, yeah. I had, there's a Pasek. The Tata has a Pasek to this. Where's the Pasek? It says, and the context over here is discussing the Ari Levian. So we know that the Levian is But at the same time, they have the Membe's Ari Levian. And the Pasek says, After the Torah mentions the cities, it says these cities are going to belong to the Levian. Now, not only did they get the cities, but they had landscaping, right? There's like an area in the front of the city that they get as well. What's that for? You live Hemton. For their animals, for all their rechushim, and also for chayasan. So, Vardimas Barabiosi tells Isi Bar Yehuda, he said, My chayasan. So, what does chayasan mean? doesn't mean the chayas, mean there's behemoths and there's chayas. Like, roi is that, roi is that, right? We know, but they're not exactly the same thing. So, is that what the Pasuk means when it says chayasan? So, Two different things. But throughout the Torah, we don't single out Chayas once in a while. But usually not. Why? Because So what is Chayasam? Maybe Chayusam Amish. Maybe it means they'll have it to be able to live. Obviously, it's for them to live. It's not for them to die. So it's for them to live. So Chayasam can't mean that either. They'll have Migrashayim to be able to survive. Right, that's pretty obvious. El alav kvisa. It must be they'll be able to do the laundry. Da iknetzara da arbuvisa, which is something that could be called chayasam because of the arbuvisa, the sh- the shamumisa that can come as a result of not doing it. And you see, the Torah refers to it as chayasam. So you say meres. You see from here that. Doing laundry is called chayasam. If it's called chayasam, it's included in the chayochichimach of Adimus Rabbi Yosi. Told Yisur Rabbi Yehuda, the Tata said a chiddush svara. I hear it's a pasuk. It's a mefurish a pasuk. It came from Madrasha. You can come back to share. So going back to the mission. The mission we had a machlis Rabbi Yosi in the chachamim with regards to im erchatz and loy erchatz and meskashit and loy eskashit. Is it considered a neder sheyesh be inu nefeshana? According to the chachamim, it is. And according to Rabbi Yossi, it's not. Now, what was Rabbi Yossi's lashon? 
Ein elu nidre inoy nefesh. These are not in the dorm of inoy nefesh. So the Gemara Yibayu Lohu, the Bnei Yeshiva had a question, according to Rabbi Yosi, who holds, that Rechitza and Kishur are not in the dorm of inoy nefesh. Mahu, Sheyofer, Mishum, Dvarim, Shebeinoy, Lobeino. Could a husband, at the very least, be made for these in the dorm, based on it being Dvarim, Shebeinoy, Lobeino? So again, a husband can be made for a nether if the nether checks off one of two boxes. Either it's a dovash yesh by inu nefesh, or it's dvarim shebe inu lebeinah. What's the difference? Inu nefesh, he could be made for loyalim. If it's dvarim shebe inu lebeinah, if she ever married somebody else, then that nether would go away. Rabbi Yossi said that rechitz and kishot are not in the dorm of inu nefesh. Is it a nether of dvarim shebe inu lebeinah? Lamay nafkemina. Nafkimina would be that even though Rabbi Yossi holds that a husband can't be made for such a nether forever, but at the very least, there is a parashim of Afaris Nadar, albeit a limited parashim. That was the question. And really, the Lushan, as we're about to see, of Rabbi Yossi, Ein Elu Nidre Inri Nefesh, sounds like maybe it's only not a nether of Inri Nefesh. So the Gemara says, Toshma, Om Rabbi Yossi, Ein Elu Nidre Inri Nefesh. It sounds like really it is a nether What's the raya? Says the ram because if it's also not a nether then you know Rabbi Yosi should have said loyofer. He didn't say loyofer, right? You have to be medayik l'shoni as of Rabbi Yosi. He never said you can't be mefer. He said it's not a nether. Okay, nefesh I can't be mefer, but he didn't say loyofer. But the gemara says it's not muchach. It's a nice dik, but it's not muchach because dumalid did do come along. Could be Rabbi Yosi only said the words ein elu nidre nefesh. Talking to the Chachamim. Meaning, literally, according to me, I feel Dvarim Shabbat Nehlebenah, I have I hold it's not even Dvarim Shabbat Nehlebenah. So if you would ask me, I would say you can't be made for it at all. However, according to you, the Amritu, that you're of the opinion that have your Nidra Inu Nefesh, it's the Nedah Sheyesh by Inu Nefesh, Oydili, you should be moided to me, the Enel Nidre Inu Nefesh, that really it's not a Nedah of Inu Nefesh. Bottom line, this is the Ibai of my. So the question is, what's the law? The coin to Rabbi Yossi, the Rechitz and Kitchen are not in the Dorm Sheyesh Ben Inu Nefesh. Isn't it, however, Dvarim Shabbat Noy Lebein Noah? Nah, says the Gemara was Machlaikis. Rav Adabarahava Oimer Mefer. Rav Adabarahava says that according to Rabbi Yossi, a Baal could be Mefer, a Nedah of him Erechatz and Loy Erechatz and Meskashid and Loy Eskashid. Albeit not because of Inu Nefesh, because of Dvarim Shabbat Noy Lebein Noah. Rafuna in the Mefer. Rafuna says he can't be Mefer. And the reason is because it's also not Dvarim Shebeinoy Lebeinah Shaloy Matsinu Shul Shemais Ba'farpir because nobody ever saw a fact die because of the offer that's inside his cave where it is he lives. And the way the Rishonim explain, I and Sham for the nuance, but the way the Rishonim explain it is that being that this man is married to his wife, even if she doesn't bathe and she's loyes kashe, it's not going to bother him so much. It's the equivalent of the Shul who is maybe in an uncomfortable position, but it's Bafar Pir, it's in his abode. So too, being that it's his wife that's in this situation, it's not going to bother him so much. So Rabbi Yossi holds, not only is it not a Dovah Sheyesh, but in Nefesh, but it's also not Dvarim Shebein Noi Lebeinah. So Tani Kavasi Kavasad Rabbi Barahava, a riot to Rabbi Barahava, who said that even though Rabbi Yossi said, Ein Elu Nidre in Nefesh, but it is Dvarim Shebein Noi Lebeinah. Says the Gemara, Abraisa, Dvarim Sheyesh Ben Inu Nefesh, if a woman makes a nether and the nether involves inu nefesh, the husband could be made for it. Bein beinoy lebeina, bein beinoy lebeinachem, and it doesn't matter if it's beinoy lebeina or it's beinoy lebeinachem. What does that mean? Meaning, even if he gives her a get and she ends up marrying somebody else, still that afar is going to be in effect. That is the halacha of afar is nadarim when the nether is yesh be inu nefesh. The brayse continues. Shein ben inu nefesh. Let's say a woman makes a nether that's not inu nefesh. Then beinoy lebeina mefer, beinoy lebeinachem. Remain a mefer. If it's beinoy lebeina, meaning if 
they're married, or even if he gives her a get and she didn't marry somebody else, the hafara is going to be in effect. However, if she ever marries somebody else, like the Gemara explained in the Fine Testament days, then that hafara goes away. Kate's and these, this Kate's side here is really like a kitzah shulchanarch for the laws of hafara. So it's five or six lines, but it's kedai. Umra kainu perisolai. If a woman makes a nether, kainu perisolai. No peris. I'm never going to eat fruit. I raise a yafer. He could be made for it forever. What's the reason for it? Because that's Inu Nefesh. Everyone holds Paris as Inu Nefesh. So therefore, you can be made for it forever. Let's say a woman makes a nether, and the result of her nether is that she's not going to be able to do any work for her father. Or She's talking to her husband. I won't be able to do any work for your brother. Or your father. My brother. Or she makes a nether that suggests that I won't be able to give straw to your behemoth, or water to your buck, in all those cases he can't be made for and the reason is those in the dorm don't involve Inu Nefesh they're also not Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah if she makes a net that she's not going to apply any cosmetics, or I'm not going to be Meshamish Mitasi, Yafer, dear the husband could be Mefer, Mishum Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah, because that's Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah. So those are not considered Dvarim Sheesh Ben Inu Nefesh, however, they are considered Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah. I'm not going to make your bed. I'm not going to prepare wine for you. Or I'm not going to wash your hands, your face, or your feet. Over there, you don't have to be made for. And the reason is because a woman's meshubat her husband to do all those things. And it's for that reason, and these nadarim don't even start, and therefore you don't have to be made for. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel says, as it relates to the last category, you should be made for. Now, it's a Dindra Bonu, he's quoting a Pasuk, so the Ran says it's only an Asmach Dabal. Even a chacham who could be mat to other people's nadarim, but his own nadarim he can't make. So before we just finish the Gemara, we're going to learn two more lines, but before we finish the Gemara, so the Bryce had just brought a whole list of halachas uh, as it relates to Afaris Nadarim, and it was really four categories. The first category is nadarim shiesh ben inu nefesh. What were the examples? A woman made a neder that she's not going to eat fruit. Haretz yafer, the husband can be made for the neder, and this hafar is going to be a hafar forever. The second category are nedarim that are not inoy nefesh, also not dvar meshabeinoy So these are nedarim that a husband cannot be made for. This was a more interesting list. I'm not going to do any work for my father, your father, my brother, your brother. I won't feed your animals. Okay, these are all things that are not Inri Nefesh. It's also not considered Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah, and therefore the husband can't be made for. The third category was Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah. So it's not Inri Nefesh, but it is Dvarim Shebeinoi Lebeinah. The examples were Shalai Ekhal, Shalai Efkois, Shalai Hashamish Mitasi. In those cases, the husband could be but it's with the limitation that it's not Afar forever, it's only as long as they're married or until, at the very least, she marries somebody else. Then the fourth example was where she makes a nether to not do something that she's meshubit to do. That nether, the chamim hold, you don't even have to be made from. Gil says we made from Midrabon, but you don't even have to be made from. The reason is because that nether doesn't even start. So there's the nether that he could be made for forever. Then there's the nether that he can't be made for. Then there's the nether he can be made for sometimes. And then there's the nether he doesn't have to be made for. Those are the four examples. Now, before we theorize with the punchline of the Gemara, just one thing that's worth mentioning. If a woman makes a nether that I'm not going to be mahana, you, my husband, 
It's brother or father, or I'm not going to feed your animals. That's not considered dvarim shebeinoylebeino. I'm not going to put on makeup. That's dvarim shebeinoylebeino. What's the difference? They both seem to be dvarim shebeinoylebeino. So if you look in the Rishonim, it's clear the Rishonim abolished with this, and there's different nuschais to try to be miyashev it. But the Shittim Kubetzis brings from one of the Rishonim, the Ritz, that said that dvarim shebeinoylebeino is only things that involve tashmish amita. So if it's something that's either tashmish or it's mevili de tashmish, that's the only time it's considered dvarim shebeinoylebeino. So shaloi ekhal v'shaloi efkoy v'shaloi ashamish mitasi. That's no gei tashmish amita. That's dvarim shebeinoylebeino. I'm not gonna. Do anything for your father, your brother. I'm not going to give mayim to your bakar, teven to your behemoth. That's not considered anything that has any shaykhis to tashmash amita. As a result, it won't be considered varm But what do we need from this whole b'raisa? Who is the Tana of this b'raisa? Is it Rabbi Yossi or is it the Chacham? Right, let's narrow down the search. It's neither Rabbi Yossi or the Chacham. So is it Rabbi, the Chachamim? It can't be the Chacham. Why? Because it's Mephurish in the Braiso, Shaloi Ekhav, Shaloi Efkois is not a Neder Sheyesh Be'inoi Nefesh. It was in category three. It's considered Dvarim Shabbat Noel What was the Braiso's example of something that's Inoi Nefesh? Koinim Peirois Olai. So you see, Achilles Peirois, the time of the Braiso holds his Inoi Nefesh. However, Shaloi Ekhav, Shaloi Efkois, not. Must be the time of the Braiso's who? It must be, it's Rabbi Yossi. says, Okta Gemara, Mancha, Minan, Domashloi, Ekhavashloi, Efkois, Varmashab, Ben Elbin, I have you, and Rabbi Yossi. That's Rabbi Yossi. Victoni, and what did the Brysa say? The Mayfair, Mishun, Varmashab, Ben Elbin, no. What was category three? The husband's able to be Mayfair, albeit because of Dvarim, Shabbina, Elbina. It's a Furisharaya to the Iboy of the Gemara, and that is that if it's Dvarim, Shabbina, Elbina, the Allah is the husband would be able to be Mayfair. In other words, the Shailu was according to Rabbi Yossi. When Rabbi Yossi said that Rechitz and Kishad is not a Dover Sheyesh, but Inuy Nefesh. Isn't it, however, Dvarm Shabbat Noyla Beina? That was the boy in the Gemara. Machloikis Amairam. Rav Adabar Ahava said it is Dvarm Shabbat Noyla Beina. Rav Hunit said it's not Dvarm Shabbat Noyla Beina. Tanya Kavasi, the Rav Adabar Ahava. You have a long Braisa, which is clearly Rav Yosi, and it's also clear in the Braisa that Shalai Ekhov, Shalai Efkois is considered Dvarm Shabbat Noyla Beina. And if that's the case, checkmate, this is a Raya. Two Shnitas Rabadabrahab. So just to end the daf, really to end the week, with two light ha'aras related to today's daf. The first ha'ara is that the Gemara said, There seemed to be some statistical analysis that was done by the statisticians. And they observed, says the Ran, Shal Haroiv, Bneim Shal Tamide Chachamim, Einam Bnei Taira. And Amiram were pondering why. It seems to be Hepechaswar. What's the reason for it? So much so that the Gemara gives reason after reason after reason. The ultimate reason is But we have so many different reasons and, and explanations to try to give a little bit of a tam, a bisla upon him over here. What's Pashib Shat? But one thing is clear that you see from here that. Torah does not go over Be'erusha. In fact, the first reason the Gemara gave for why it is that Loi Motsinu, that the Bnei Tamidei Chachamim are Tamidei Chachamim, it's Shaloyimru Torah People shouldn't think that Torah is something that goes over Be'erusha. The truth is, this idea that Torah doesn't go over Be'erusha is a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah Pirkei office. It's Perik Beis, Mishnah Yud Beis. Rabbi Yossi Yemi, Rabbi Yossi said, Yehi momen chavercha chavavalecha kishalcha. You should love your friend's money 
Just like you love your own, meaning just like the Ahafta Lureyacha Kamoicha, love thy neighbor like you love yourself. And then Rabbi Yisim continued and he said, Prepare yourself to learn Torah, because Torah is not Yerusha. Meaning Rabbi Yisim is addressing a Ben Talmud Chacham. You would think, oh, my father's a Talmud Chacham, so I'm going to get a Yerusha. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. Make sure that you make all the necessary that you need in order to be able to learn Torah. And the reason is because Torah is not something that goes over Be'erusha. So it's a Gemara here in Nidon Da'pe'al of Amad Aleph and it's a Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis. Haskein atzmachalumay Torah she'eina Yerusha The problem is there's another Gemara. And this Gemara is a Mesechtis Bava Metziah Da'pe'hei Amad Aleph. The Gemara says Amr Ha'parnach Amr Rabbi Yechanan. Ra'parnach said the name Rabbi Yechanan. Koshu Tamad Chacham. Any person that's a Tamad Chacham and he has a son that's a Talmud Chacham. And he has a grandson that's a Talmud Chacham. There's a guarantee that there's always going to be Torah in his family. The Pasuk says, Three Torahs. My Omer Hashem. What does it mean? Omer Hashem. The Ebesh says, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Ani Orev L'chobed I'm an Orev. I guarantee you that if it's going to be lo yamushu mi picha umi pi zaracha umi pi zerazaracha at that point it's a haftacha amra kadosh baruch ani orev lecha bedavarze that this always going to be tear in your family the gemara concludes my meyata v'yadoylam what do those words mean amra biyumi or biyumi you said mi kan ve'elach tear machzeras alachzanya shalah that once tear is in the house of a family for three days so. Just like a person who frequents a certain hotel or an inn and usually stays by a, a certain kretschmer, a certain talachsanya. So he's going to, he has a good experience. Go back. This is an Indian of Torah Machzeres Alachsan Yeshala, and that's what we learn out from this Pasik. The Churah, it's a first Gemara, where the Gemara seems to say that Torah does go over Beirusha. I saw in the Ion Yaakov, that's on the Ion Yaakov right here, on this Gemara above the Metziah, he says a beautiful Pshat in a Gemara Mesechtis Kedushan Daflamet Amad Aleph. The Gemara says that a father has a mitzvah to teach us on Torah. Mitzvah of Allah Ben. So we spoke a lot about mitzvah of Allah Ben in the beginning of the week. Lumdis with the Marachar Zerua and the mitzvah of Mila. But one of the mitzvahs of Allah Ben is that a father has an obligation to teach his son Torah. So the Gemara says, Ad how far does this obligation go? Um, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi who descend the name of Shmuel, Kigoin Zvulun Ben Don. A marshal would be Zvulun Ben Don. Shalimdai Avi Ovid. His Zayda taught a Mikra, Umishna, the Talmud, Halachis Vagadas. In other words, a person has an obligation to teach his son Torah, and also his Enochal Torah, just like Zvulun Ben Don. It goes three. I'm skipping a little bit. The Gemara says, That Rabbi Yehuda Mashmul really has a mafurish price that supports what he said. How do you know you have an obligation to teach your grandsons as well? It sounds like only sons. That's But as it relates to grandsons, that's going to be included. But I'll call upon him, what's the mitzvah of Talmud Torah? You have mitzvah to teach your children Torah, but also 
But more than Bnei Bnei you don't have to. At Heichem Chayev Adam Lulamidus Bnei Teira, Kegoyin Zvulim Ben Don. You only need to teach your grandchild. But more than your grandchild, not. So son, grandchild, but not great-grandchild. Says the Yaakov, what's the Oymek? So he says, Yesh Loymer, the Pshad is, this Gemara, Bava Metziah, that Pehei Amad Aleph. Because Rav Parnach already said in the name of Rav Yochanan, that Koshu Tamud Chacham Ubnoi, now there's Aftacha, there's always going to be Torah. So I already have the Aftacha. We're locked in. We're grandfathered in. Pun intended. You're done. So if you're done, I don't need to continue teaching my great-grandchild Torah because there's already a Aftacha that there's always going to be Torah in my family. But here's the Kasha. I them with the Mishnah and others. The Mishnah says, Now, it's not a head-on cash on our Gemara. In the Darn Pei Aleph, because our Gemara was discussing B'nai Tamidich HaChamim. This is already when there's a whole cumulative effect. Here you already have three dairies. But Al Kopanim, the Mishnah says, Mefurish, Ene Yerushalacha. And even Rabbi Yosnef, who said in our Dab, Shalayaymu Toira Yerusha Hilohem. It is a Yerusha. And by the way, doesn't the Pasuk say, Toira Tzivalanu Yaakov? I'm sorry. So you see, on some level, it is a Yerusha. So you know who asks this Kasha? Rabchaim Velozhin. Rabchaim Velozhin in Ruach Haim on this Mishnah. He asks this question and he says a beautiful Pshat. He says that after Rab Parnach, Amr Ab Yochanan, said the Halacha, he gave a Mashal. Amr Hashem Meyatavi Adoyim. What do those words mean? Torah Machseres Alachsan Yashalom. The only time you give a Mashal is when. The mashal is being moisif beer, right? When do you give a mashal? You give a mashal when you want to say a vart. And the vart is not 100% mavur, right? So the grace of Ali Darshan and the Magidim, they would sometimes say a mashal. Pasha, to be interesting, to keep a captive audience. But if Chazal are giving us a mashal, there's a reason we're getting a mashal. It's not to keep us awake. There's a mashal here because Epis felt in beer. There's a kaloimar going on over here. And the punchline will be yoiser mavur if you hear this mashal. What's the mashal? Says, if a person has an achsanya that he always frequents, say he has a hotel, he likes it, it works for him, it stims. Every time he travels to a certain area, he always stays in the same hotel. What happens if one time he comes and the balachsanya, when they come out to greet him, it's not the safe upon him, the office anymore. He eats the food. The breakfast wasn't the way it used to be. Some of uh, the amenities in the hotel are suddenly not on the same level that he was accustomed to. See, even though he has loyalty to this machsanya, but now he's going to go somewhere else. So Rebchaim Velozhin has said, Torah is machseres alachsanya shalom. There's nothing to talk about. But at the same time, you have to act as a balachsanya that the Torah is going to be interested in going to. So if you're going to come out with a, as a balachsanya and you're going to greet the Torah, Shalom Aleichem, Kumarayim, I'll make you a coffee, I'll sit you down, I'll give you covet, so then Avada, there's an Indian of Torah machseres alachsanya shalom. But if the Torah is going to come knocking on your door and you're not going to answer it, so then what do you expect? Then nothing's going to come from it. So it's true, on some level, there's an Indian of Koshu Tamad Chacham, Ubnoi Tamad Chacham, Uben Benoi Tamad Chacham, Shuv Ein Torah Paisekes Mizare. There's no question there is such an Indian. But Chazal gave a muscle to explain it a little bit better. 
Don't take this out of context and don't take this completely to the extreme. What it means is that you're a balachsanya fatayra. You've proven yourself. You have three generations of built-in proof that the Torah is happy to be in your family, which means the Torah is going to come. It's going to come to you first before it goes to your competition. But at the same time, you have to come and accept and greet the Torah properly. Because if you're not going to greet the Torah properly, you're no different than the person who's loyal to his achsanya. But at the same time, if the balachsanya is enoi kitmol shoshoim, then he's going to end up going to another place. And then Rabbi Chaim Voloshin says, ochi zalmin kodesh Hashem. So everyone knows that Rabbi Chaim Voloshin had a brother whose name was Shloim Zalman. He was known as Zalmala. And he passed away at a young age. And he... In, Yeshiva lore was even greater than the great Rav Chaim Volozhna. So he says, When he was a little child, he was six years old. He asked our older brother, Rav Simcha, the following question. He learned this Gemara above Mitzvah when he was six. And he said that there's an Indian that once there's three generations of Torah, there's a guarantee there's always going to be Torah in the family. So he said, My brother, Rav Simcha, I don't understand. Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. So if you had Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, you already have this Chotam Mesholish. You already have the Zayda, the son, and the grandchild. So every single year should have Torah based on Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And he told them back, Rab Simcha did, Kashe Kosab He said that Gemara is not a Haftacha. It's not a Haftacha. Because at the end of the day, it's not Yerusha. What it is, is Torah Machseris Alachsan Yeshulcha. That's what it is. There is a, a certain benefit that you're going to have, but it's not something that's going to be guaranteed. And just to end, today's daf. Again, Nidorim Peyalaf Amaralaf, if you're learning any other daf in Shaz, associates with the Gemara Shleibarcha Batayra Tchilo, which of course is the Indian of Birch Satayra, which again, we'll talk a lot about in the coming dafin. But just to mention one Ha'ara, just to go into Shabbos, it's a Shabbos Diga Ha'ara, it's a short Ha'ara, on the topic of, of Birch Satayra, and that is the Hafla, Rabbi Sholach Sam Soifer, in the Hakdoma to his Sefer Hafla, Mesach Ksubis, has an Arichos on a lot of Yisoydes, in Yiddishkeit. It's Hafachba Vafachba de Kulaba. The Hakdom is called the Pischa Zeira. I don't know this for a fact, but it's Mistaber that when the children of the Chsam Soifer started printing the Chsam Soifer Svarim, the first Sefer ever printed was the Chuvis on Yeridea. And the Hakdama to the Sefer is called Petuchei Chaisen, which mentions Yisoydus of the Chsam Sefer. Shimon Sefer, the Chsam Sefer's son, he was the crook of Eruv, he was the one who printed the Chsam Sefer's first Sefer. Right? We always speak about the Chsam Sefer, even though left over thousands of pages of manuscripts, but he never printed a Sefer during his lifetime. As a result, he never wrote Hakdama. So Shimon Sefer's Hakdama was the Petuchei Chaisen. Probably it was Me'en the Rebbe who wrote a Hakdama to Mesechtis Ksubis, to his hafla, and he called it Pischa Zeira. Ayin Sham, they seem to mirror each other a little bit. But the bottom line is, in Sif Cotton Yud Beis, in Pischa Zeira, so the hafla discusses a Gemara, Mesechtis Brachis, Tavchaf Aleph Amar Aleph. The Gemara says, Om Rav Yehuda Amar Rav, Minayin Lebirchas HaMazon Lachrem in Atayra. How do you know that Birchas HaMazon, Lachre, meaning the obligation to recite a blessing over the food that you just ate, is midday raisa shenemer v'yochalta v'savatu v'erachta. So you see, there's a chiyuv to give a bracha, and when lacharel v'yochalta v'savatu, and then afterwards uveirachta. And then he continued. Binayin the berchas ha'tayra lifanei min ha'tayra. How do you know that berchas ha'tayra lifanei min ha'tayra? How do you know that there's a Indian to make berchas ha'tayra before you learn shenemer? Because the pasuk says kishem Hashem ekra, and then afterwards havu goydo lelekeno. But the point is that in the Torah you find berchas ha'mazon lacharel. And you find Birchas HaToyro Lefana. 
So Birchas HaToyra is a mitzvah day raisa, according to most Rishonim. And Birchas HaMazayin is a mitzvah day raisa, according to all Rishonim. Birchas HaToyra, the Torah mentions, Lifon Neha, Kishem HaShem Ekro HaVugaydol Eilikeinu, and Birchas HaMazayin, the Torah mentions, La'achareha, V'yachalta V'savata, Uveirachta. Stating that, when a person sits down to eat, you don't just make a bracha la'achareha, you also make a bracha lefaneh. And when a person sits down to learn Torah, you go for an aliyah, for example, you don't just make a bracha lefaneh, you also make a bracha lacharev. Now in the Torah, you only know berchas hamazon lacharev. In the Torah, you only know berchas ha-Torah lefaneh. So how do you know berchas hamazon lefaneh? And how do you know berchas ha-Torah lacharev? So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Yechon, I'm the man who berchas ha-Torah lacharev. Min berchas hamazon mikal v'chaymer. U berchas hamazon lefaneh, min berchas ha-Torah mikal v'chaymer. I know from a Kalvachim. I'll just read the words and then we'll explain it very simply. The bottom line is, is that Avada, there's a chiv to make a bracha before you eat after you. There's a chiv to make Birchsa Torah before you learn and after you learn. However, in the Torah, the Torah wrote Berchas Hamazon Lacharel, and the Torah Berchas Hatorah Lifchanel, and I'm supposed to know the other Mikal Vachaymer. Meaning, Madach, you make Berchas Hamazon Lacharel. Certainly, you're going to make Berchas Hamazon Lifchanel, and Madach, you make Berchas Hatorah Lifchanel. Certainly, you're going to make Berchas Hatorah Lacharel. The question is, what's the teeth guide in this Kal Vachaymer? So, if you go through the Gemara, it's a little bit convoluted. But what's the teeth guide of the Kal Vachaymer? What's the panemius of this Kal Vachaymer? Madach, you make a bracha after you eat, for sure before you eat. And madach, you make a bracha before you learn Torah, for sure after you learn Torah. So Aflo said a dover nifla. He said that before a person engages in Olam Hazah, he thinks, wow, this Olam Hazah must be not shayach, right? After he engages in the Olam Hazah, no, no, overrated. In Ruchnius, it's just the opposite. In Ruchnius, before a person engages in his Ruchnius, he doesn't deherit 100%. Tamuru Hashem. You have to taste to know that the Dvar Hashem is good. But afterwards, it's not Shaykh. Afterwards, it's on another level, a little bit deeper. He says that before a person engages in Olam Haza, he has a tremendous taiva for it. After a person engages in Olam Haza, you sit down, you eat a big meal, you can't breathe. Right? You start opening your buttons, you push, you can't breathe. You're, you're disgusted from the food. It comes to a point where it's, it's posher disgusting. Torah, there's no such thing. There's no such thing that a person learns so much Torah, I posher can't look at another block of Mara. It's just the opposite. Torah is, the more you learn Torah, the more you want it. And the more it opens up your mind, and the more Kaddish you become, and the more Tahir you become. And the more you come to understanding of what exactly is going on. And you want it more and more. So says the Hafla, Madach, after you eat, you have to make a bracha on the food that right now is a shtickle disgusting. Sincerely, so before you eat, when the time of Brent, you should have to make a bracha. That's why the Torah told you, and you'll understand, you should make a bracha before you eat as well. But as it relates to, as it relates to Torah, it's just the opposite. The Kavachimah gate, Pumfaket. Madach, before you learn Torah. I'm not so in the mood of learning right now. I'm tired. I'm falling asleep. Another blood Gemara. Right? It's too hard. It's too this. It's too that. 
after you learn Torah, you feel great. You feel amazing. So, madach before you learn, when you're not beherring Ashabachar Banu Mikolam of Anasalan was Tayrasa, you're not appreciating the Vaharif not so much. But still, there's an Indian to make Berksatayra. So, Kalvachayma, after you finish learning, you certainly should make Berksatayra. What does that have to do with Shabbos? So, in this piece, the Hafla says that I always teach that we say on Shabbos, Yismachu Bemalchuscha Shoimri Shabbos Vikoyri Yoinig, Amikache Shivi. Kulam yispa uvi yisangu mitivacha. The yidin that are mekache shavi, yidin that live ruchnius, kulam yispa uvi yisangu. He says, benoyik shaba oilam, if a person is in a state of svia, he can't have tainik. Because the minute you're full, you're disgusted. It's not tainik anymore. The only time, says the hafla, a person can go with oilam haza and it's in the is when it comes to Taiva's moment. That's what the Hafla says. Every Taiva you eat, there's only so much you can eat. Every is like that. But when it comes to Taiva's moment, that's in Lasai. But he says, you know what the Oymik is? The Oymik is because there's no sphere when it comes to moment. Because Oyev Kesev, Loyis by Kesev. So there's no sphere. And because there's no sphere, therefore it never comes to a state of Mios. But to have sphere on the one hand, that I'm satisfied, I feel great, but also that I want more. And more is not going to be disgusting. That's only in Ruchnius. And that's Kulam Yispa Uvius Angumitovacha. Am Mikache Shivi, when a Yid lives Ruchnius, number one, Ruchnius gives Svia. It could satisfy you. You could actually have satisfaction. You don't walk around life lost and looking and searching because there's something called Svia that a Yid takes for granted that he can wake up in the morning feeling, that there's this feeling of Svia. But even more than that, where there is Svia, but Ulam Hazer, it comes with an invoice. The invoice is, is that once a person is surveyor, I can't, I can't put a, a, a fork in my mouth. I'm done. But when it comes to Ruchlins, it's not like that. It's number one, Kulam Yispu, but it's also Vyas Angu. Even after the sphere, there's, there's also an Oinik. That's the Hafla here in his Pischa Zeira, in his Akdama, to the Hafla Masachtis Ksubis.